0: Welcome to this episode of HBCU. I'm your host, D Brown, CEO. Joining me today are a set of twins. I have Aaron and Erica, who graduated from Howard University, and I have Keith and Keegan, who graduated from Xavier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to HBCU. I'm glad to have you on the show today. So I want to start by allowing you all to do a proper introduction of yourselves. And so, ladies, I'm going to start with you all first. Uh, Aaron, would you introduce yourself? To our
1: Absolutely, my name is Aaron Brownlee-Sulk and I am I'm an entrepreneur. I have a production company that I run with my husband, Sock Visions, and I'm also an educator.
0: Erica.
2: Yes, my name is Erica Brownlee-Keller. I am the head of diversity, equity, and inclusion for a biomass company.
0: Ladies, thank you for being on HBCU. Keegan. Introduce yourself to our guest.
3: I am Dr. Keegan Rayford. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and I am a pharmacist. I work currently for Kroger. Keithan? I'm Dr. Keithan Rayford, uh, also a pharmacist. I currently practice in long-term
0: care. Thank you, gentlemen, for being on the show today. Hey, so I want to start the show off by just asking you all, and uh, ladies, I'm going to always kind of pivot to you all first uh, as a gentleman. All right, I hope y'all work with me on this. Oh. All right. But tell me, how did you all choose Howard University?
2: So Aaron, I, I'll go ahead and, and take this first. I think, you know, for us, when we were initially looking at schools, we had the opportunity to attend a communications um, internship at Howard University. I think in our, maybe our sophomore, maybe our junior year of college, I'm sorry, of, a, of high school and you know we we really were able to go to campus kind of see what it was like and as we were beginning to look at schools you know we knew that we wanted to go to an hbcu but uh, as we started looking at schools you know we just we realized how it really was the place that we wanted to be and we felt like we could really uh, be able to play some roots there Uh, it was close to where we grew up in the dmv area and so it was kind of a a no-brainer for us
0: now you know, as twins, did you, was it just understood that you all were going to go to the same college, or how did you come to that decision?
1: Yeah, I think for us, um, you know, we were joined at the HIP all throughout high school, um, all, all throughout our matriculation through school in general, and um, for us, we felt like it was important that we could go to the same school, um, one for the accountability partner, but also just for, um, you know, that support. So we're best friends and college is one of the best times of your life. So it just makes sense for us to go to school together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and how did you all decide to go to Xavier?
3: Uh, so for us, uh, our older cousin, uh, he had, he's a practicing urologist in Memphis now, but he actually was living in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody kind of knew at that time that we were looking to go to med school. Um, and at the time, and still today, Xavier is, you know, top in the nation of placing African-Americans into med schools. Uh, so it's kind of, uh, uh, this is where y'all need to go. Um, we checked it out. We went on a tour, and from there it was history. It was the only school we
0: applied to, and we knew we were going to go to Xavier. Keegan, so was it always understood uh, for you all as well that you would attend the same uh, college? Oh, yes, yes. No Everybody
3: po- knows we do everything together from yeah. birth
0: to now. Got gotcha. you. I guess that's the beauty of being twins. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> so I want to, ladies, I want to pivot back to you and ask you about the day that you set foot on the campus of Howard University. And I want to hear from each of you f- from your different perspectives. What was that, that day like that you set uh, foot on campus that first day?
2: Yeah, I remember we had a pinning ceremony, and I remember being on, on campus, being on the yard, and just looking all around and just feeling this immense sense of of, of pride, but, but also just this being wowed by the fact that there were so many Black faces there from so many different places in the United States, but even all over the world. and. You know, I've been able to curate, we've both been able to curate great friendships and relationships with people, even to this day. And I remember I actually was on campus just yesterday speaking with a group of students. And that feeling is still there, that feeling of amazement, that feeling that this was one of the best decisions I've ever made, it's it's still there. Yeah.
1: And I would just like to add on to what Erica is saying, Um, a similar feeling when I stepped on campus, I felt like I was stepping into something way bigger than myself, right? It almost felt ancestral, right? You yeah. think about all of the people that came before you and made this possible for you to be on this campus. And it just felt like a huge honor to be there. Um, and so again, I, you know I said this before, it was one of the best times of my life, and I knew that as soon as I stepped foot on that campus that um, you know that will be a key point and key memory in, you know, in my life.
0: What about you guys? Uh, the day that you set foot on the campus of Xavier University, what was that like?
3: So the first day I stepped foot on campus was it was a Friday. So Fridays are the, the best days of the week, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it was you walk on and you just kind of get great vibes. You get positive vibes. Uh, all of us were kind of moving in that day, but um, campus was still moving. It was There were summer classes going on. So you saw all of the students that were already there. Um, just out on the yard, hanging out, you know, relaxing, having fun, and then you have all of us moving in. Everybody's just so excited. Everybody's supportive. Everybody's feeling like, yeah, we're here and we're finally about to do it. So it was just a great vibes, just yeah. from everybody.
0: What about for you, Keegan? What do you remember most from that day?
3: So I mean, I was I was nervous. Uh, so we we went to college pretty young. We uh, we started college at 15. Oh so, wow! Really? Yeah. So. It was it was a, it was oh, a nervousness.
0: Seventeen, we well, <laughs> <laughs> just made twenty-eight. Really? Okay. 19, yes, sir. <laughs> uh,
3: so yeah, you know, it was a feeling of nervousness. We haven't been, you know, away from our parents, but I do have him here with me to support me. Uh, on our first day, uh, we actually ran into his best friend's brother ended up coming to the school and he was like, What are y'all doing here? Y'all dropping y'all sister off? <laughs> right. uh, so, you know, it eventually got to a, a feeling of comfortability that day as we saw more people that we did know from Memphis. Uh but yeah, I definitely remember that nervousness first walking on the but, campus. But hold on, sure. y'all,
0: y'all holding back on me because I recall you telling me that your senior year in high school, mm-hmm. you only had one class, so y'all just took home school in right. this but you didn't tell me you was fourteen. <laughs> I think that's like a little, you know, I think that's a critical a piece of information. To, I got <laughs> it. Okay, but we're going to come back to that one. So, ladies, I want to ask you this, and uh, in, in Aaron, I'll start with you. Um, what is it about Howard University uh, that set it apart from all other HBCUs? Yeah,
1: so similar to the gentleman Um, Howard was the only school that we applied to. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, for me specifically, I think, um, as I stated before, it felt very ancestral, um, and learning about the history of Howard, learning about some of the alumni that went to Howard, like your Toni Morrison's, um, you know, all the way to your P. Diddy's right. Um, it, it just felt like an honor to be able to join that lineage. Um, and also, I think that Howard is, you know, it's one of those schools wherever you go in the world, there's going to be someone from Howard in the room. Right. And even that was something that I recognize um, very early on, you know, I, I really can literally go anywhere in the world. I, I'm a huge traveler and everywhere I have gone, I have seen someone with Howard paraphernalia Pir- on. Right. Yeah. Um, so the network is. Uh, huge. It's just like a huge family. So um, that was certainly attractive to me.
0: Erin, what What about you? What What's unique about Howard?
2: So I think for me, I was very much so interested in the academics. I think uh, Howard definitely allowed me to really think about what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And what I realized is that I wanted to do the work of being able to help other people get to and through college. And so I was able to do that uh, through my work when I was at the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. But even within that, just being on that campus, it is electrifying and realizing that there are so many different types of black people, that there's a diaspora there right in front of you. You're able to learn so much and learn so many different things from from different uh, from so many different cultures. I think it was that was very attractive to me. And I think that as I, began to matriculate through school, one of the things I realized is that going to a HBCU and especially Howard, you realize that because race in this case is ubiquitous, you're able to focus on different, more salient uh, aspects of your identity. And so I was able to, you know, focus on, you know, my womanhood. I joined a sorority. I, I did all the things that I felt like I really wanted to do. And then also being in DC, I was very, Um, I would say strategic and wanting to be in an area that was well connected. I could easily go to New York or even have an internship in DC, which I did with the, uh, with the state department. And so it really just made sense. And, and finally, I would say, I remember I was in my, uh, my senior year of of high school. And I remember just thinking to myself, I don't want to go somewhere where I'm tolerated. I want to go somewhere where I'm celebrated. And that was really important to me. And so I realized that how really was going to be that place for me and it literally has been the best one of the best decisions in my life it's, it's paid dividends
0: keegan what about you uh, from your perspective what is it about xavier that make it different from all other hbcus
3: so i would say it's the connection between students and the faculty and staff. So Xavier is a smaller HBCU. Um, when I was there, it was only about 3,000 students. Um, so it gives you a, a chance to really build lifelong relationships with your teachers and you know administration. Um, yeah. Every wedding I've been to uh, since I've graduated, for sure. If, if it's a Xavier wedding, you're going to see some Xavier professors, some Xavier administration, because those People put that type of uh, that type of energy into the students. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, in particular, uh, Dr. Moorhead, she put a lot into me and my brother. I can 100% say I would not be where I am, you know, b- without her, because she took that extra time, whether it was resume building or practicing for interviews, things of that nature. Uh, you get a lot of a lot of different opportunities with faculty and staff at Xavier because it is a smaller HBCU. All
0: right. Keith, and what, what about you? Uh,
3: so I would agree with that. Uh, in addition, I would say, like academically, I feel like Xavier prepares you to to really be prepared to go into any field. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're already prepared academically, but in addition, that that extra, uh, the extra oomph from the faculty and staff being so close, it it, it opens up it opens up extra doors because you're you're not asking for a recommendation letter, right? This isn't somebody just writing something down. Right. They know you. You get know what right. I'm saying? So. Right. Uh, It opens up doors uh, when you're able to to build those bonds and relationships.
0: Right. They have a vested interest in your your success. Exactly. Uh, Ladies, I wanted to ask you uh, a question that Keegan actually touched on here briefly. Uh, When we talk about uh, HBCUs, we know that one of the things that everybody talks about is that community and and the connectivity between uh, staff and, and students and faculty, et cetera. Are there any uh, influential people in your lives from uh, your time at Howard University? And Erin, I'll start with you.
1: Absolutely, I mean, I have a list uh, and I'm sure Erica um, has a list as well. Um, One person that comes to mind is Ms. Yannick Lamb. She's a professor at Howard University. She's still at Howard University um, and she's been committed to the students at Howard University for as long as I can remember. Um, She was you know, the person who brought us on campus as high school students to be part of the communications program. Um, Multiple times i visited her office um, just for verbal support, right? And she's been there to to just support us as we matriculate through um, university. I think about Dr. J, um, Dr. Johnson, and remember just being a, a struggling college student and her recognizing that and taking Erica and I out to eat and giving us $20, right? And yeah. saying, you know, this week, right? Almost like an auntie or um, an extension of a mother would, right? right? Her taking that time to build up our confidence about, um, you know, our life beyond Howard University and what grad school would look like for us, right? And um, letting us know that, we're more than capable of, of achieving everything that we want beyond Howard University. And so, I mean, those are just two examples that you know, pop into mind, but um, so many professors and so many teachers have poured into us. And so I would uh, mirror what Keegan and Keith were saying, it's definitely a tight knit community at HBCU.
0: Erica, what about from your perspective?
2: I think in addition to that, I think about my relationships just with just people on campus, right? So I think about, um, and I, Aaron will probably remember him, Mr. Cook, um, who worked in the registrar's office. And I mean, I don't know if Keith and Keegan and Keegan, I'm sorry, can relate, but the process of being validated back when we were in school, it was a whole process.
0: Right. And
2: so <laughs> I remember um, Mr. Cook, he would always be like, listen, you all need to be, Validated by this date, but I'm gonna try to extend it for you, right? So that we could be able to figure out how we're gonna pay. Um, I also remember Miss uh, Miss Myrick, who uh, ended up giving both me and my sister um, scholarships, and you know, just just making sure that we were able to continue our matriculation through um, through Howard. I think those moments just really make me so happy to have gone to a school where, you know, I really felt loved and cared for. And I I always try to give that back to students as much as possible.
0: So uh, Keegan, I'm gonna uh, pivot to you. And I wanna know, at Xavier University, what is the signature event that everyone looked forward to at Xavier?
3: Uh, well, so now it's, it's homecoming. Yeah. Uh, the homecoming is, is huge now, especially our, our homecoming tailgate. Yeah. Um, uh, that's the biggest event at Xavier now. Uh, during school, I would probably say like our Spring Fest week was the biggest. We had, uh, you know, you have the concerts and we we normally had good people. Um, uh, during our time, I know we had J. Cole, Wale, uh, I think Kendrick Lamar, It was it, you got some big timers. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but now it's it's definitely the homecoming.
0: Aaron, what do you remember most about Howard? What was the, the event that everyone looked forward to?
1: You know what, at all HBCUs, it's going to be the homecoming. I'm going <laughs> <have> to
3: <that.
1: laughs> what Keegan and Keegan are saying. It's the homecoming. And you know, I'm going to go ahead and throw props to Keegan and Keegan because um, those Southern homecomings, they hit a little bit different, OK? Love those Southern <laughs> homecomings. Um, but of course, you know, it's Howard. So you have people flocking from all over the place. You have your Drake's on campus and you have Jay-Z coming on campus and giving a secret concert behind the dorms, you know, like, right. um, and so, you know, it—it it is just a great time that's buzzing on campus. You really never know who's going to show their face during homecoming time. And this is a time where celebrities will often just walk amongst the crowd, you know, yeah. like you'll be... Sitting at you know a restaurant, and in comes you know I don't know, in comes Drake, yeah, like pouring yeah. next to you, and you're just like, what is going on? So it's it's a fun place to be, um, and um, it's where all the memories happen, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Erica, tell me about your current career, and how did Howard help prepare you for where you are today?
2: that is such a loaded question. <laughs> so, I would say that as I look back over my career, currently I serve as the uh, inaugural head of diversity, equity, and inclusion for a biomass company. And so what I can say is, is that that, um, again, that connectedness and that the, the concept of iron sharpening iron, I think that definitely came from my experience at Howard. I think that being able to, you know, just be able to talk to people who have just a very keen mindset just about just the issues that may be going on in various industries, I think always is is so helpful. I think in addition to that, um, you know, I, I pledged Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated at Howard um, with an alpha chapter and the network that I've been able to have from that experience, I mean, just, just, pours so much into me and, and i if i have a question about something that you know i can call one of my profites who might also be a chief diversity officer and say hey i'm having this issue how you know what are the best practices in order to maneuver through this right or you know if i have a, a question about hr i can call another one of my profites and be able to ask those questions in addition i think howard also teaches you to be very resourceful Um, Not just with your network, but also being very, uh, very clear about presenting well, presenting who you are well, because we do. And I think this is indicative of most HBCUs, if not all, that we are representing our our universities, our schools, but we're also representing our cultures. Right. Mm -hmm. And what we want to do is make sure that we are able to put our best foot forward and be able to represent. Um, our four mothers and forefathers before us in a way that really speaks to you know how far we've come and so i think howard does a great job of being able to mold talent and you know i remember you know while i was at my previous employer uh with thurgood marshall college fund that was one of the things we've always talked about how Howard our students are so sharp because there is um there is a process that I think every student at Howard has to go through that really just helps to mold that and bring that out of students. And you're able to see that anytime that you come in contact with a Howard University graduate.
0: Right. And so Erin, did you uh, pledge as well?
2: I did pledge.
1: Delta as well, but not at Howard University, so okay. um, my sister is my soror, and it's a beautiful sisterhood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, the, the three on this panel are proud members of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, and, <laughs> and that leads me into my next question. Uh, talk to me a little bit about Greek life at Xavier. What is it like?
3: Uh, so, I would say it's, it's not as big as, you know, um, I mean, some of you, like your Howards, your FAMUs, you know, it's a smaller school. Uh, I think the Greek um, community at Xavier is very close knit. Uh, I mean, m- many of my closest friends are members of Alpha at Xavier or players Delta at Xavier. You know, m- many of us players at the same time, yeah. uh, so the I mean, you're kind of going through the same experiences. So the the community is going to be very close knit. Uh, I think the Greek community is is probably what h- provides the most fun at Xavier, in my opinion.
0: Right. So. Uh... As it relates to uh, Howard University, if a young person was watching the show right now and they were considering Howard University, Erin, uh, tell me why they should consider Howard.
1: Oh, this is a great question because I actually um, just gave a tour to um, a group of young students and you know, this is something that we kind of walked through. Um, <clears throat> I would say Howard University um, is and this is no shade to keegan and Keithan, but <laughs> I, I would say that Howard university is a leader amongst hbcus um, i think that um, we are trailblazers in many ways i think that the spotlight is on us and has always been on us and um you know <clears throat> with that um is great responsibility but also you know we've talked previously about um, the, connectivity, the connectivity that comes along with that, right? Um, the resources that comes along with that. And so often when you are a part of the Howard University family, you're not only um, representing yourself, but you're often representing you know, many and all HBCUs, right? Um, because again, we're in so many different rooms and we're serving in so many different capacities. So um, our family is large Um, And, you know, really, if you're attending an HBCU, you know, you're part of a larger family, right? But there are always those schools that um, are the first. And so I would say Howard University is one of those schools that are looked at um, as being the first or the trailblazer um, in so many different capacities. So so that's exciting to be a part of, right?
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh Keegan, what about Xavier? Why should someone consider attending Xavier University? The biggest things would be well for one Xavier is is smaller uh
3: so the ratio from student to teacher right now is fourteen to one uh so you have a a chance to really get to know your teachers. your teachers are able to put in- spe- uh, special time with you, whether it's with your courses personally um or you know like you said some some professors even help financially um also, Xavier has over 50 different majors just in the arts and science department. Uh, we have a PA school, a pharmacy school, up-and-coming medical school, a great business program. Uh, it's just so many different options uh, at Xavier. So um, if you want to go to the best school, then get the best academic uh, Shade load. intended. Shade yeah. intended. Ooh. I, Ooh, I, I definitely suggest that you uh, that you you know follow in our footsteps and go to Xavier.
1: Okay. All right. I got it. I felt the shade. Yeah. Well, look,
0: ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate having you on the show today. We're out of time, but I thank you so much. I enjoyed having you on the show, the Twins Edition. <laughs> uh, and to my guests, thank you for watching this episode of HBCU. And remember, without you, there's no me.